Hey guys, I'm Charlotte Cardin and I'm hanging out with Rob on Front Row Live. Hey Charlotte, it's so awesome to finally get to talk to you. I've been a fan of yours since Meaningless. That was my first introduction to your music and that song really made me fall in love with your voice and just your lyrics as well. Um, I want to talk about that song before we dive in on this new record. I want to talk about that song and just that process between you, Jason and Mark and what that vibe was like in the studio when you guys were creating the song. All right. Yeah. Well, first of all, thank you for the kind words. I'm glad the song resonated with you. Um, when we wrote Meaningless, uh, Meaningless was actually a very, uh, yeah, kind of interesting process because Jason, who co-produced it and co-wrote it, um, had actually been holding on to the line, I don't want to live a meaningless life without you since he was a teenager. He's 40 years old now. <laughs> so he had that like really special line that he wrote on his classical guitar. Um, he studied classical guitar for a few years uh, in college. And so he had that like super like, yeah, like heart wrenching, like sad line um and he yeah he came into the studio one day and he was like okay I think it's time that I show you what I've been like holding on to like a precious treasure for a long time um and so we started off we started off with that sentence it became like a super dancey song so it's, it's very different from its original like DNA like musically but it did spark from an, an old idea that he had so you know sometimes songwriting can happen in all sorts of ways and sometimes we just hold on to an idea that we've had for a long time and we just wait for the perfect moment to actually really you know dig into the idea and, and take it to the next step what was your initial reaction when you first heard that and especially after you know him holding on to it for so long I Honestly, my eyes were watering when I first heard it. I was like, <laughs> it was so beautiful. And Jason doesn't really like sing, like he sings a little bit, you know, for songwriting, but the way he, it was just so touching the way that he conveyed the emotion. And I was immediately like, and obviously like the, the whole idea of, of feeling like your life is meaningless without this one person that you love is such a universal thing. You know, it's, it's such a, a and it was definitely a concept that I, I resonated with. And so, yeah, we took it from there and, and I, you know, kind of injected my own personal experiences into that song and that, but we started with the, the main like chorus line and then we built from there. That's, that's such a cool story to hear, especially like, you know, you and Jason have been working together for quite some time. So the fact that like he realized, okay, now is the time to to bring this like top secret lyric yeah. <laughs> into the world, <laughs> into existence, like that must be amazing. Uh, in the same time, like because you, you two have collaborated for a few years now, um, how do you guys get, like, how are you guys able to like be comfortable in the studio, but yet like you're still able to step out of your comfort zone while working with him? And also uh, Lubalin, who, who, or Lubalin, who you've been collaborating yeah. with for quite some time as well. Yes. Well, so Jason and Lubalin are, are my two main collaborators on this album, 99 Nights. And, um, you know, songwriting really brings people closer together. It's a super intimate thing. And you, you end up sh like, oversharing every day in the studio it's just one of those things where like we talk about really personal experiences and Jason and I have been friends for such a long time I feel like he's one of those friends that is immediately able to create a vibe where people feel comfortable that's one of his strengths is that he's you know I always feel comfortable opening up to him I feel you know he's a, he's like a safe space for me and so um 
and we laugh a lot together. Me, Lubalin, and Jason would cry of laughter every single day in the studio. Like that's just like a vibe. It was just such a fun way to write music. And so I feel like when you're surrounded with people that, you know, you feel comfortable with, people that are able to bring out the better parts of you, it's so easy to open up and it's so easy to like never run out of inspiration creatively because you have people that are able to take it out of you. So whenever I, you know, I felt like I was not as inspired, they would spark something or, or, you know, tell a joke or just talk about a personal experience that they had. And we would go from there. And I feel like that's, yeah, that's just something that's really special about co-writing is that the the pool of creativity is is kind of endless because you can always feed off someone else's story or someone else's background and and it's just a it's it's a really fun way to create what's it like going into the studio the three of you do you guys go in and already have that same mentality as far as like what kind of song what kind of sound what kind of like design we're going to create with this track or is it something that you guys still to this day you guys still sit around and talk about it and see what each one is going through before you start writing the material honestly every set every session for me is different like sometimes I will walk into the studio and know exactly what I want to write about um sometimes it just kind of happens sometimes especially for this album there's a little bit more jamming involved. So like when we wrote the album or when we started writing the album and when I was still kind of looking for the direction that I wanted the songwriting to go into, um, I was going through, it was during one summer where I was going through a lot of my personal life and the moments that I was spending in the studio were kind of my escapism, you know, just a moment where I could enjoy a nice time with friends and the only thing I was trying to do was like encapsulate musically how I was feeling in the present moment. And so I was just really enjoying like a beautiful moment in the studio with friends. And so there was a little bit more like spontaneous, I guess, like jamming involved in this creative process than there was in, you know, other projects I've worked on. I think because I just wanted to use these sessions as a bit of a I don't want to say like a meditation, but just something that really would ground me at a moment where I didn't feel very grounded. And that to me often comes, you know, through create creative outlets. And so um, there's a little bit more jamming. And when that happens, it's kind of like, how, do, okay, how do I feel right this second? And what does that sound like if I grab a guitar and, and we just would start creating vibes around a feeling and then would songwrite and, and, tell stories through that initial feeling that we were sharing so it, it's it really happened it really depends on on you know on the on the session but for this album there was a little bit more of that kind of spontaneity involved in the process in saying that would you say that it also impacted the writing process and the lyrics that you were gonna be basically talking about throughout this record definitely definitely I mean you know how like sometimes um I don't know if you have like a diary or a, or a journal that you write in, but mm -hmm. sometimes you'll like write something very spontaneously without even thinking about what you're writing. And then a few days later, you just look back at what you wrote and you're like, oh, this is actually super, you know, revealing of exactly how I was feeling without even knowing that that's what I was expressing. And there's a little bit of that involved in the, in the creative process in this album, um, kind of like an automatic you know, outlet and, and, and just trying to tell stories that felt very spontaneous. And then sometimes listening back 
you know, what we had written the day before, the week before, I was like, oh, this is actually, you know, I talk about anxiety and, and ego and feeling like you don't fit in and all these things that are actually very meaningful subjects to me, but they were that were kind of like wrapped in a bit of a more playful package in this album, because I think the music that I felt I needed to make to make myself feel good was that. But so there's kind of that bittersweetness to it, where it's like the stories that I told sometimes without even knowing that that's what I was talking about the the second I was writing it were actually very revealing of of how I was feeling deep down. So you found yourself being more more vulnerable without realizing that you were being vulnerable. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, kind of. I think I was I was being vulnerable, um, you know, with with my friends. Obviously, like, and, and not every song was written that way. But I think mm. sometimes I feel like my music on this album, a lot of the songs. Um, started with a very very real emotion a very real feeling and sometimes the the story or the 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 facts that I'm sharing in the song kind of shift between reality and 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 an imaginary world but the feeling that's at the core of the song is extremely personal and real and so I think I, I like playing with you know those lines that can be a little bit blurred in songwriting between what's really true and what's kind of a, a more imaginary take on on a very real feeling um and so that to me is is very vulnerable but in a different way you know it was just about sharing and and being with friends and being very spontaneous i felt like i was being very vulnerable also in the sense that we allowed ourselves to to kind of expand the musical playground a little bit more on this album you know using um, more guitar sounds, using instruments that I hadn't really used as much before. There's a little bit more of a raw take to the vocals. It's less polished. It's a little bit more, and, and it really goes with the DNA of the album and the DNA of the storytelling behind the album as well. Yeah, you did allow us to focus a little more on your vocals this time around um, on, on some of these songs. What was that like for you recording it? Was that something that, that was similar to the writing that you didn't realize that you were really like opening up the vocals that much um, during these sessions? Or did you actively want to open up the vocals like you did uh, during these sessions? I wanted to um, create that proximity that I felt that I didn't have as much on the previous album. The previous mm -hmm. album was a little bit more, you know, into, you know, bigger, um, more like powerful, you know, vocal prouesses. Like it wasn't as conversational and I had a lot of fun playing with these new ways of telling stories you know like I know that um I love singing is like my main passion like I love singing so much and telling stories in all these different ways and playing with the ways that you can tell a story to me is just so fascinating and so in the studio it was new for me to like you know talk a little bit more in the songs be a little bit more gentle in the approach um, whisper in some of the songs, you know, just finding ways to convey an emotion that wasn't through like a powerful vocal take, you know, that's like a new way for me as an artist to, to tell my stories and to, and to share emotions with people. And so that to me was, was new and really, really fun to explore on this album. The way that we, it was just a more of a raw way to, to, yeah, to tell a story. And I really enjoyed it. And now I've started touring. I had my first tour date yesterday for this album. And even in a live context, singing those songs 
um, is completely different than singing a song that's super, you know, powerful vocally. It's just another way of, of connecting with the crowd. And, and that to me is, is so exciting. I feel like these possibilities are just like endless and it's really fun for me as an artist to have explored a new way of telling stories on this album. As far as exploring ways of telling stories, there was something about the intro to looping that just drew my attention and I still can't pinpoint what it was. What did you do differently with this song um, that you hadn't done on your previous material? So looping actually um, starts with a Barbara Streisand sample from the way we were. Um, it's like a super, um, you know, well-known kind of little tagline that she sings at the beginning of that song. And um, looping was written in a super like playful kind of like weird way the story behind that song is that we wrote it in London with um, a producer, an amazing producer called, his name is Felix Joseph and Mr. Hudson also co-produced it. So it was me, Jason Felix and Mr. Hudson in the studio. And um, Mr. Hudson had brought his dog into the studio and his dog is the cutest little dog ever. Like everyone loves his dog. She's just so, so gentle and cute. And so we were like, oh, let's write a song about Judy, his dog. Let's just like write a song about Judy. That's how we came up with the line, you know, they say, I see life in black and white. So that that was kind of like the first line because, you know, we all know that dogs don't see a lot of colors, et cetera. And then like, and now we're into the songwriting. We're like, okay, we're not going to write a song about a dog. This is kind of like ridiculous. But then Jason was like, well, you know what, Charlotte, you actually kind of see life in black and white. Sometimes you really have looping thoughts and and I do, like I have spiraling, you know, thoughts in my mind sometimes and they, you know, it's something I've been trying to deal with. And so the song shifted from being a song about a dog to a song about like spiraling thoughts. That's like a really like heavy subject, really close to my heart. And then at the same time, Felix was sampling the Barbara Streisand, uh, you know, part. it was just like this kind of like crazy session that mashed a lot of different worlds together. And it, it just ended up, being something super special that I love but once again you never know where the inspiration will come from you know sometimes it's from a dog and someone's you know just sampling something randomly because it sounds cool and and ending up being something that's really meaningful you know you never know you guys were all in different like <laughs> pages creating something completely different and you were able to just mash something together and like and to make, make it something. work <laughs> yeah exactly but that one was definitely one of the funnier ones <laughs> <laughs> well we're talking about dogs let's talk about puppy because I love that you got to collaborate with Jorgen on this one and not just Jorgen you also got to work with Upsal who I really love her way of songwriting and just her delivery with her music is just incredible so I'm curious what that process was like between the three of you and how do you feel that they allowed you to open up more and be more creative with this song it was such a fun session. Honestly, it's, it's just one of those sessions where we had never met before. Uh, Jorgen and I and Upsal and I had never met before. Uh, but it was just one of those sessions that, you know, when you meet people and it just feels so natural and you you just connect immediately creatively. Um, Jason and I had been holding on to the um, puppy out the window. I just want to feel the wind blow idea for a while. We had an, an initial demo. We didn't have any verses, just that line that really felt good and that felt like it really encapsulated a feeling that I wanted to write about that like feeling of just wanting to let go of something and sometimes you know your entire life goes to shit and you still choose happiness you know that moment where you're like you know what 
everything is wrong right now, but I choose myself and I choose to be happy. And I feel like that's something I had never really written about before. And that session was just, we, we shared that idea with them and immediately uh, Taylor Upsall had amazing lines for ideas for verses. And it just kind of really grew super fast into a song that felt really good. You know, once again, a little idea that we loved that we had been holding on to, not really knowing exactly how to put it. And uh, Jorgen is an amazing producer. Um, and he just like immediately kind of encapsulated the vibe of the of that lyric into something that felt amazing musically. And so in a few hours, the song was written. A lot of the vocal takes that you hear in the actual songs, the song, sorry, is uh, are from that that first session we did together, just like first takes kind of, you know, just sometimes it just feels right. And you're in the right place at the right time with the right people. And something beautiful is created. And that, that's exactly how I feel about that one. It's amazing how you can be having so many different experiences throughout this body of work, uh, whether you're recording in London, LA or Toronto, and you're working with so many different producers and songwriters out of these 12 tracks, which one do you feel that made it difficult to either finalize or, or just try and figure out what this song was trying to be about? I think the hardest one to write was definitely Next to You. It's the last song on the album. The last song that was written for the album as well. Um, I wrote that one in Montreal with Patrick Watson, who's an amazing artist who I have admired for years and years and years. And um, it took about like seven months to write. It was such a long process. And not like a seven months where it's like, you know, like you meet up you know, once and then six months later, it was like every week or two, we would meet up, add a word, add a chord, you know, go back and erase something. And what's really interesting about this particular process is that I was, um, as I mentioned before, like going through a lot of my personal life when we were writing this album. And um, especially for that song, I was kind of making lots of different decisions in my life. And so the song took so long to write that it kind of um, evolved chronologically as I was going through things in my life, going back into the studio and being like, oh, we could add this because, you know, I went through this this week. And then, you know, so it kind of built as I was deciding that I was going to leave my hometown and, and move somewhere else, felt like I needed new challenges. Like, I just felt like I needed this, like, just this, you know, breath of fresh air in my life. And um, the song is about leaving something behind that you love, but that you know, is not allowing you to grow to your full potential. Um, and so it was a really interesting time of my life to write that song. So it feels extremely personal. It's also one of my favorite songs on the album, I kind of went through a huge love and hate relationship with the song because it took so long to write at one point I wanted to give up and then Patrick was like no like we need to finish this and it was just like this like very long process but extremely rewarding because in the end it's just like such a personal song and it's very very close to my heart that belief that you had in the song from the beginning like that that's some strong that's a strong belief like I you know if I were to try something for that long I don't know if I could still want to finalize it or create it yeah well trust me I I doubt the entire <laughs> like it's it's all it's all Patrick he was like I know this song has potential and we had to restructure it so many times like it didn't make sense for a while and then we would like play around with parts and he was like we need to finish this like trust the process and I was like 
you know, really racking my brains on it, but it, it ended up being super rewarding. And, and yeah, I love that song. So <laughs> trust the process is a, is a difficult line to actually rely on sometimes. I agree. I agree. <laughs> especially in songwriting, you know, it's like, especially in something artistic, it's like, no, let's just write another one. And it's like, no, like, yeah. let's, yeah, it was, it was, <laughs> it was a, a process. Well, now this album is out. We all get blessed with it. And you are now on the road for the 99 uh, Nights Tour. And it's going to be an incredible like run that you're going to have. It's going to bleed into the new year as well. What are you excited most about this run? And what can fans look forward to during it? I'm just so excited to share those songs in a live context. Like these... Um these songs are very like kind of like bandy and, and they tell stories that I hope people will, will relate to. And there's something, especially about this album that I feel will, you know, make even more sense in a live context. The album was created collectively with my friends. It's meant to be shared. It's meant to be, you know, spent in a, in a real moment. And hopefully, you know, we, we get to create those connections live. Like, I feel like music is so powerful always but in a live context it just you know the emotion is even more um you know it, it can be translated in a in an even more uh in a closer way and 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 we've definitely started feeling that playing a few of the new songs live during the summer but you know kicking off the store just feels really exciting for us because those new songs feel special and I'm just excited to share them with people in a bunch of different cities some cities we've never been to before some cities we're going back to so it's just a really fun tour to look forward to amazing well congratulations with the release of the album best of luck on this tour have fun I'll see you in LA and uh, thanks again for hanging out with me Charlotte thanks so much for having me Hey, it's Rob again. If you enjoyed this interview, please follow for more. And I invite you to head over to my YouTube channel, Front Row Live ENT, where I have thousands of video interviews with my favorite new and established artists. Once again, thank you for tuning in and have a great night.